talking about EA's massive three-game deal with Marvel, PlayStation VR 2's release date, price, and game lineup, and some big troubles with game subscriptions such as PlayStation Plus and Game Pass. And we are live. Welcome back to Checkpoint, brought to you by Strictly Casual, your number one show, rounding up all the hottest news stories of the week and discussing all the relevant topics you need to know about. I'm one of your hosts, James Walmer, brought to you with the spiciest meatball in gaming, Vincent DeSantis. Thank you to our audio listeners. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash strictly casual. Please hit us with the radio on audio platforms and subscribe. It helps us out a lot. Vincent, what else is going on on the channel? Um, not a lot of things right now. It's pretty relaxed. Yeah. We did not get the House of Dragons yeah. review up that I wanted to get up. Uh, so that is something that we still need to do. And can we expect a little Andor review maybe? And, because I know Andor you're is so good. I want to do a scripted video for Andor. I'm really feeling like a, like I have something that I could talk like about. Like a little video essay. <laughs> yeah, you could say it. You could say that. Uh-huh. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, and then, I mean, God of War drops next week, so I'm sure there will be something about that possibly. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So a lot of like things working, but uh, on the channel this week, I mean, a lot of the Marvel shows are done that Ryder was reacting to. Um, very much a transition phase into crazy game winter. From yeah. crazy and, and it, show There's summer. more Star Wars content coming out soon, right? Got Tales of the Jedi coming out soon. I watched it. It's, it's out. Watch it all. Oh, it's out. Yeah. Okay. Video on that, maybe? Um, It was okay. It was just okay. Okay. Count Dooku's storyline was awesome. Ahsoka's was not, uh -huh. which was a little bit of a bummer. Damn. Yeah. So, <sighs> but we can get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that on freeze frame. But, yeah. James, take us into what we got first here today. No, Vincent, you take us into the first Just kidding. We, got. we just discussed this. EA lands a three-game <laughs> deal with Marvel and Disney. This comes from GameSpot. Last month's announcement of an upcoming game starring Iron Man was revealed to be the first of several titles based on a Marvel Comics IP. But EA didn't reveal exactly how many Marvel projects it had in development. But James, today, EA has lifted the lid on collaboration plans with Disney and Marvel and has confirmed that a three-game deal has been signed, according to Bloomberg. So far, only the Iron Man game has been revealed. Wait, James, this is pretty crazy. This is the clip. This is the clip. We're going to restart this. We're going to restart this. Audio listeners, I'm so okay. sorry. I didn't put the right things in. I made a thumbnail for the different one because I made both thumbnails for this and the VR. There's no, there's no, they're giving us no VR pictures for, for content here to make things no. on. And so like every thumbnail, I've made three VR two thumbnails that all look exactly the same. And I got fed up in Photoshop yesterday that I'm like, because of this, I'm doing another clip. <laughs> there's simply not enough like things to make a good thumbnail out of for the PSVR two. <laughs> Okay, audio listeners, okay. you're going to get the first half of that again because I need to switch cameras to make sure that we're both have big cameras instead of just the regular go around. So audio listeners, God bless you. Thanks for listening through that. But we're going to hit this one more time. James, I'm going to start this off and then after the first of several new games, you're going to take it, okay? Okay, got it. Here Let's we see. go. <clears throat> Ready? EA lands... I... Hold on. Okay. Whew. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right. 
EA lands a three-game deal with Marvel and Disney. Last month's announcement of an upcoming game starring Iron Man was revealed to be the first of several titles based on a Marvel Comics IP, but EA didn't reveal exactly how many Marvel projects it had in development. But today, yesterday, EA has lifted the lid on its collaboration plans with Disney and Marvel and has confirmed that a three-game deal has been signed according to Bloomberg. So far, only the Iron Man game has been revealed, which is being developed by Dead Space remake studio EA Motive. Still in a very early phase of development, EA Motive says that it is aiming to create an authentic Marvel experience starring the Armored Avenger that will reportedly begin playtesting this week at some part um, in some early fine-tuning for the game. The announcement post on EA's website last month said that Iron Man marked the start of a new long-term partnership between the company and Marvel Games, calling this game the first of several new games. While the other two games haven't been revealed yet, Disney and EA did confirm that each of these games will be their own original story set within the Marvel Universe. Quote, we have been, we have been longtime fans of their own original story. Sorry, I like my dyslexia is kicking in so bad right now. <laughs> okay. We've been longtime fans of Marvel and their impressive leadership. So this is a remarkable moment for our developers as well as our players and fans, said EA COO Laura Miel in a press statement. We look forward to welcoming EA into the EA. We look forward to welcoming Marvel into the EA family of creators and know this collaboration will produce exceptional experiences for our players. We can't wait to see players' reactions when they suit up as Iron Man and do the extraordinary things this superhero is known for. EA's previous partnership with Disney saw it land a multi-year deal to exclusively develop Star Wars games, which resulted in the release of two Star Wars Battlefront games and the well-received Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Since then, Disney has changed its strategy and has licensed out its IP to multiple studios. Keep in mind that Jedi Fallen... What's the second game called? Survivor. The Fallen Order 2. Yes. Is it Fallen? Is it Jedi... Oh, it's just Survivor. Survivor or is it... Yeah, just Survivor. Okay, so it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Mm -hmm. that is still under respawn which is under ea yes correct regardless of this um licensing out their ips to multiple studios correct um so this is the iron man one's the first of two now first of three sorry yes first of three there's two more after iron man uh mm -hmm. this is I was kind of unhappy with this news because I don't think EA has been has a good track record with some of its licensed IPs. But we look at the success of, I mean, Fallen Fallen Order, which I think mm -hmm. is great, is so good. That also mm -hmm. is with Respawn though, so that is a little like I would like to know what studios are working on which but we projects. Have motive, like Motive yeah. is a good studio, right? Correct. So I I don't think I'm not ready to write off this Iron Man game. I'm not ready to believe no, in it. I'm actually show me. pretty. When I saw Motive on this article, I said, "Oh, yeah, really?" I thought it was going to be a more obscure studio, but putting a very like heavy hitter studio on this is. I mean, I think they know they need to have a heavy hitter studio behind it because they really need to achieve. I think they're looking at Idos Montreal's um, Marvel's Avengers. Oh, was yes. that Idos Montreal or is that? Yeah, that's um, Idos Montreal. Yeah, and Square. Yeah, they're looking at Idos Montreal and Square Enix's marvel's avengers and they say oh we can't do that yeah yeah I, I'm, I'm happy it's a single character they're not trying to balance a lot of characters in a game because i think that is yep. part of the issue here um we have there's a lot of marvel games in the pipeline right now with spider-man 2 happening wolverine happening with insomniac now we have this yep. ea three game dealio um, well there's also the black uh the black no, panther and captain america Yep, the Black Panther and Captain America joint game. But who's developing that? Remind me. Uh, Amy Heading Studio Skydance, I believe. Yes. Um, yes, yes. But there's 
another Black Panther game that is still rumored to be in development, and that is also, that rumor is from an EA studio, not Amy Heading Skydance studio, so we could be seeing two Black Panther games. So you're games. saying we're going to see... I, I, I don't know about that i don't, I don't know, know how these... i feel about just so many that's so much it, it's a lot it's a lot but it could be a possibility james if you had to pick a character for a third game what would you choose what has good what would have good game mechanics for a marvel character i don't think we see a hulk or something thor. like that you want to see a thor game okay i think a, i think a thor game would be good what is what is your thesis of a you thor know what? Game? you have good my thesis of the game is you have a lot of different like abilities you can utilize like you it's a very like gamey like okay. you have your like lightning abilities it's kind of like you could have your special attacks that take a certain amount of like energy or like mana or whatever you have that pool you have mm-hmm. like general like you just it's just a god of war reskin essentially mm. <laughs> mm. but he can the problem is the flight because like thor can fly yeah but I feel like that's such a game development hurdle that you can like, I feel like you could incorporate it into like finishing animations mm. without okay actually needing. So you give Thor his kryptonite. So he actually can't fly in the game. And then, you know, it's like part of the game mechanic is he can't actually fly. No, but I was saying you see him fly in certain like schematics and things. You just don't get to control him Got while it. flying. Okay. Okay. Um, I think I would like to see Daredevil in the game, and I know I'm kind of like of just a even fan. talking about Daredevil because and I think here's it would my work. thing is like how I I mean I'm trying to figure out. Oh, do you know what? I take everything back. I want an X Men game. Oh yeah, are you kidding me? But we have Wolverine already happening. You want to? We have Wolverine. What do you want? Like a Cyclops led team or something like, like a Rogue led team? That would be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be cool, but the issue with see, I think X Men is unique, and then I think it's the only game that really benefits from like a team up style, because yeah. everyone's powers are really unique. Sure, like Cyclops, what does he do? He shoots lasers. He does one thing. Right. What does Rogue do? She absorbs people's powers, mm-hmm. which is like a niche thing. You have Mystique, who like her thing is infiltration, very like Nightcrawler colossus all these people have they're all one trick ponies the issue with like avengers is like oh everyone's kind of super sure yeah and everyone can like you have two people who can fly and like three people who can shoot projectiles you know so it's like there's so much more like siloing for uh x-men in a game that would make sense like that unless you do like a Professor X and Magneto team up game. I feel like just that would be awesome. Or Magneto as a I would get tired of how slow Professor X moves. No, pre I'm talking pre-wheelchair <laughs> Professor X. Pre-wheel. But he didn't have his powers then. That's true. I want to see a Magneto game. I think that would be really fun. Magneto would be cool as shit, but it'd be hard to control like it'd be hard to actually give players enough freedom to do all the what thing. they want to do with his powers yeah you don't want to have three buttons that do the exact same three and then three things and then use those three things over and over again exactly yeah i totally get that yeah i don't know i mean that's like for dc they should make a green arrow game i would love to, a hawkeye game would be great i think for uh for mm-hmm. this ea thing as well um sure I, I think you need a more grounded type character you're already doing iron man which is the big flight thing you're not gonna have 
Do you know what I'm gonna do right now to to like look at these uh heroes? What? I'm going through my Marvel Snap collection. <laughs> Give me a blade thing. game, dude. Oh, that'd be so awesome. Are you kidding? Give me a blade game. It'd be awesome. Or a Punisher game. Both of those would work so well. I think yeah, Punisher game would be interesting. Blade game blade game would be really, really good. Punisher would just be like Uncharted. Why? Too adventury? No, because it's just a guy running around with a... It's a cover-based shooter. Yeah, I don't really want that. I don't know. I need something deeper than that. A whole, like, symbiotes game, but, like, that's where Spider-Man looks to be going. Yeah, yeah. So... They're going to steer away. I don't want to... Yeah. We shall see. If you want to know all the updates for this EA 3-game Marvel deal... Doctor Strange game. Doctor Strange game? Yeah. I don't even know, dude. I don't know about that. What do you guys think? Let us know in the comments what character you want to see a solo game for. Helps us out a lot. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to listen to the entire podcast, you can go on podcast platforms, type in Strictly Casual Checkpoint. It's a little blue box that says Checkpoint in yellow, so you can subscribe over there. Or if you want to listen to the entire video podcast, you can go on youtube.com slash Strictly Casual, become a member there, and watch this. This is from episode 137. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Boom. That was a great clip. I don't, I guess Doctor Strange would be a good thing. It would be like how to play a wizard game without having to support J.K. Rowling. <laughs> Dude, they should do a Wizards 101 game, but just with all those wizards in, what do they call it? Uh, what is Doctor Strange's place? Mount, uh, oh, Mount something? Oh, yeah. The Kamala? Kamala? Something like that. The Kamala Harris. <laughs> No, not not that. Uh, that would be hilarious. An MMO. God, train with Doctor Strange. It makes Strange. sense. It would. They could really could juice anything it. for money. I see. I see the whole thing. Me too. Next up, PlayStation VR two release date and price revealed. This happened from a blog post. No video. Which no I was trailer. About. A blog post. Yeah. Which I feel like though is fairly typical for sony like i feel like that's how we got playstation 5 news well no we got posts. that i don't remember epic, a whole trailer dude we got that oh, epic yeah. review with the we did it was so cool yeah it was during like a summer games fest or something like that i remember that now but regardless i think, I think if they did a psvr2 state of play people would get upset like that's just the world we live in is that pe like people would blow it off we had, like, last time we had a PSVR 2-centered PlayStation State of Play, people were upset we didn't no get other watched. games because people are dicks. And they're like, even mm -hmm. though PlayStation said, limit your expectations, this is an all-VR showcase, people should like, terrible showcase, didn't give me enough this, didn't give me enough that. I think they were avoiding that conversation by doing this. I don't know. I feel like VR 2 is different because I feel like PlayStation VR 1 was so behind all the other VR sets. Yeah. I don't know. It could be. It could go into it. Could not. This comes from IGN. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 will be officially released on February 22nd, 2023, for 549.99 US dollars, and pre-orders will begin on November 15th. Much earlier. As than revealed we by thought. the PlayStation. Much earlier than we thought. As revealed by the PlayStation blog, PlayStation VR 2 will include PlayStation VR 2 headset, PSVR 2 Sense controllers, and stereo headphones. 
There will also be a PlayStation VR 2 Horizon Call of the Mountain bundle that will retail for $599.99. And it will include everything from the standard edition plus a... Yeah, it will include everything from the standard edition plus a PlayStation Store voucher code for Horizon Call of the Mountain. After launching on February 22, or sorry, February 22nd, will be the PlayStation VR 2 Sense Controller Charging Station, which allows players to charge their controllers through a simple click-in design without having to connect to a PS5 console, freeing up the console's USB ports. Sony also revealed 11 titles headed to PSVR 2 in 2023, and they include The Dark Pictures, Switchback VR, CrossFit, Crossfire Sierra Squad, The Light Brigade, Cities VR Enhanced Edition, Cosmonious High, Hello Neighbor Search and Rescue, Jurassic World Aftermath Collection, Pistol Whip VR, Zenith The Last City, After the Fall, and Tentacular. And they said, while we don't have a full launch lineup quite yet, Sony did confirm it is expecting more than 20 titles on February 22nd. Twitter seems to be quite a bit upset about the price being more than a PS5, especially when you consider that the digital edition of the console is $400 as opposed to $500. Yeah. However, Vin, I raise the point that if you buy a 256 gigabyte MetaQuest 2, you're paying $500. Yeah, right. You just It's just as much. And you're right there. And if you go up to a um valve index you're paying a grand yeah if you're buying the other meta headset that's like what 1500 oh the metaquest pro yeah yeah the metaquest pro this has some um, specs that are better than so, the metaquest pro they're the pixel the ipixels are has, more than the pro which is crazy ipixels is more but pro is wireless this is wired you know you have caveats on each side whatever you like but um this is this is crazy to me, James, because I think that VR is in a place where if you already are in love with VR, you're going to pick this up. But nobody that is on the fence about uh, VR is going to pick this up for a $550 price tag. I was... No, it's not compelling. I really was... I was praying this baby would be like $399. But that was impossible. It was yep. a pipe dream. It was a pipe dream. But I think that would even go a long way of getting people in the door. There's too many people that have never tried VR before, uh, never been able to play with it um, to get a sense of it. And um, this isn't helping. This isn't helping. Do you think they have a marketing plan in store to like get must. people hands-on on these headsets for to show them? Because that's really the only way you can sell VR Here's is by getting people the getting the headset in the people's hands on their heads on their faces this is a at bare minimum one thousand one hundred and fifty dollar entry point to vr because you need the playstation 5 console yes now mm -hmm. granted for like wait does the meta quest you need a pc for that right for the quest yes yeah no you don't no you don't you do not need a meta quest or sorry you don't need a pc for meta quest and the valve the index it's not tethered the index you do need a pc mm. index you need a pc quest you do not need a pc okay but you can you have the usb c cable that you can run from your pc to the headset for the meta quest to run games right. at higher fidelity and sure um with more processing power okay yeah i again i just don't see this being the thing that 
I was hoping that it would fulfill as an easier entry point into VR. At all. No, it's not going to be that at all. And I don't think this lineup is compelling at all for me to, to jump in VR. I think where VR is headed right now is it's not for all consumers. Yeah, right. I think VR right now is not like they're not going in the direction of everyone will eventually have a VR headset. It's like yeah. VR is something for if you are this a part of this niche group that like really values this and you have the money then you then yeah you're going to invest in it i think these developers are reckon are taking that into account and saying like yeah if you like vr if you want that we're gonna this is for you not for the general public the general consumer population who would normally buy a playstation 5 or yeah you know other hardware I would be much I would be thinking about this a lot more if they had titles like Half-Life Alex coming to this. I know it's not because yeah. that's just like I but I want if I'm going to pay to be stuck on PlayStation with a VR headset, I need yeah. I need the best VR games to you also be on there. I need something. Because like right now I I would love to just have a cheaper um MetaQuest so I can play Boneworks and I can play uh like other things like that are more sandboxy and stuff because mm-hmm. they don't have a lot of bigger games. I know they're trying to change that. They have a lot of VR studios that they've acquired that haven't announced what they're doing yet. They have this called the wild thing. I think crossfire, the original one on um, crossfire X on PSVR was a good start, but the movement yeah. was like the barrier for me of like, everything was so cool and looked great, but like how you move your character and that could be a VR thing, not even a game thing. So like that just might be me not clicking with it. Um, Mm-hmm. like there's but like pistol whip's been out before dark pictures that's a new one uh that's a that's a new one that they just announced I mean, hello neighbor is yeah a is, lot of these like, are already that's out an older game yeah and even worse james all these games that are launching right here are also playable on psvr one yep yep wow i don't know maybe i'll just buy an adapter try out some of these games for my for my psvr yeah maybe until they give me that's not to say i don't want to experience the 2000 pixels per eye or the 4000 pixels per eye that's really what i want to see i want to see how clear this thing is when are we going to be able to demo this we're gonna have to have a friend that buys it or something best buy i know where's where's the best buy reservation yeah i'm ready to go i'll sign up i'm ready i'm ready to experience this i'll sign up yeah give me my 20 minute demo at a best buy i'll take it i'll play the rick and morty game i don't sign up for those bad boys Once a week, I'll get my fill. <laughs> my once a week Rick and Morty binge at Best Buy. <laughs> I wonder what's going to be on the demo disc type thing that they include with this. Like, check out what VR has to offer. Is it going to be another shark attack? Be Horizon. I bet it'll just be Horizon. I don't think they're going to do the PlayStation VR Worlds. Okay, okay. It'd be a bit of a bummer. I think they would bundle it with a headset if they had it. Yeah. But right. their bundle right now is just Horizon Cold Wild. Yeah. Which I'm excited to see where you climb stuff. I don't know. I mean it looks it looks gorgeous. If they make the gameplay It does fun, look pretty. 
because I think the gameplay is fun in Horizon in general, but the story is just so bad and some of the mechanics are so bad. Let's not carry some of those over to VR because they're going to 10 times that, like my issues. I know it's a first person. It's a little bit different, obviously, blah, 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 but yeah. Yeah. I don't know how it'll work. Hey. Might be fun. Horizon Forbidden West is not on my game of the year list. I just want to put that out there. I've seen a lot of people posting their game of the year lists and it's not in my top five. What That's is all. in your top five? I don't know yet. Good question. I, I'm excited to make a, a small list. But Elden Ring's mm-hmm. number one right now. Yeah. For sure. Elden Ring's fucking great. James, can you believe that I played through an entire From Software game this year? No. Awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> For our audio listeners, Vincent just made a wow face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So good. All right. Let's get into our last big story right here. Uh, there's been some shakeup in PlayStation Plus and Microsoft Game Pass falling short of yeah. what they want to achieve. Um, I think both of them has very ambitious business plans. One of them is executing on them much better than the other, but it still seems like both of them are falling short of what they want to be doing. Uh, yes. So first up, PlayStation Plus has lost 1.9 million subscribers since relaunch and microsoft game pass figures fall short of targets uh that will be the second thing we read so the first one the playstation plus article comes from polygon says in its latest set of financial results sony has revealed that playstation plus lost nearly 2 million subscribers between july and september 2022 following its relaunch the number of people subscribing to the service fell from 47.3 million to 45.4 million that is a huge number to me though like those people are paying a minimum of ten dollars a month or sixty dollars a year. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Times that number by ten. Yeah. Sony added tiers to the service, which at its most basic levels offer online gaming, additional features like cloud saves, and a handful of free games a month. The new tiers, everybody knows the new tiers. Blah blah blah. You get a large catalog of PS4 and PS5 games at extra, and then classic games and game streaming at the at the premium level. But, mm-hmm. um, basically, a couple points here are just that. There's not as much offerings as people want, even though I will say the month-to-month updates, they are adding a big, like, some good hitters every month. Pool of games. Yeah. Yeah. They just weren't there from the start, and I think the Mm -hmm. marketing wasn't good enough when they explained the tiers. Mm -hmm. It was too complicated. Uh, It didn't... It lacked the first-party games, even though PlayStation said that they're not planning on doing that because that is how they're able to fund all their their great third-party games is when they sell big you know like god of war just hit like 25 million in sales right before ragnarok came out which is crazy at 60 dollars a piece so wild to me even that game is free on ps5 it's still sold like an extra 5 million copies in the last year Um, yeah fuck you ben studios guy (laughs) oh my god that didn't help anything ben oh god days gone not a terrible game not a terrible game but dang, those that dev, that guy was talking so much shit on Twitter. He just really tarnished, really tarnished Ben's name right there. Yeah, I don't think he's working there anymore, is he? I don't think so. I don't know. Anyways, this is a quote from Ho, uh, Hiroki uh, Totoki, admitted that there hasn't been any great momentum as a whole for the renewed service, but he allowed 
that Sony hasn't aggressively promoted it and predicted a recovery following better promotions in the future. So the head, the person that is kind of leading this charge for uh, the PlayStation Plus tiers is saying that he assumed it would fall off a little bit because there isn't enough care going into it. But they have a, do have a plan to get mm. it to boost it again. So it uh, should be interesting. Uh, this says, and then guess we have Game Pass next. So James, what about Game Pass this, this uh, quarter? Oh, okay. <clears throat> this comes from gamesindustry.biz as per a new filing spotted by Axios. The company has set a 73% growth rate for the subscription for service for the fiscal year 2022 ended in June 20th, or sorry, June 30th. That, and that fiscal year ended June 30th, but only saw an increase of 28% as opposed to the 73 uh, estimated. The target also served as a performance incentive for CEO Saya Nadella's pay, as well as other executives at the firm. While Microsoft doesn't share specific figures for Game Pass users, the filing shared that its Xbox division reached over 25 million subscriptions. In 2021, the company aimed for 48% growth for Game Pass and fell short of that, hitting 37% for the year. Speaking at Wall Street Journal Tech Live this week, Xbox boss Phil Spencer shared that Game Pass is profitable for the firm and accounts for around 15% of Microsoft's gaming revenues. Spencer also shared that while PC Game Pass has seen growth, the console service has approached the limit of users it can reach. We're seeing incredible growth on PC, Spencer said. On console, I've seen growth slow down, mainly because at some point you've reached everybody on console that wants to subscribe. He's just saying, basically, if, if people wanted to subscribe, they have by now. Yeah. And which is, this article also said that like PC was just lacking in like getting people on that ecosystem um and right after that news came out they just did a, a little thing with twitch to where if you gift two subs this month you get three months of game pass so for ten dollars you can get three months of uh, pc game pass specifically not console game pass i don't really know wow uh, as a push to like That's oh if you're already throwing around money on twitch here's three months of the service like the everything yeah. you could want um, which is in it. I think that's a, I think that's a good promotion. I think that's hitting the target audience is where where you want to be. And for ten dollars for three months yeah. is a good value mm -hmm. deal. And you hope that people uh, check it out and enjoy it enough to keep subscribing after that. I think that's a great model. Great is that a one term thing? Like it only you only get that three months, and then after that you have to pick a yeah. traditional model. I'm sure you give two subs, you get a code. And then your code, you put that in your Game Pass account, you get three months, and then it starts billing if you don't cancel it. I'm sure that's how it okay. works. So you can't, at the end of that three months, gift another two subs and get no. another three months for $10. That'd be great. Okay. That'd be awesome. Um, that would be great. And it's not just gifting. You could just regular subscribe or anything. It's any two subscriptions uh, you put in on uh, okay. on Twitch. I think that's a great promotion. Um, it's very interesting to me that Game Pass is not growing as fast and PlayStation Plus is not growing as fast because I think I think they're both I don't know Game Pass is like worth it I guess for the money for $10 a month I would say it gives you a lot of value bang for your buck mm -hmm. I don't know if PlayStation not that PlayStation Plus doesn't I just don't have a draw to either I want a draw right. to, to I want to be contemplating oh maybe I'll subscribe but I don't feel the need to for yes. either service Yes, and but you're still a PlayStation Plus subscriber. Essential tier. I would like to move up to extra, but I don't like. I have no reason to. 
I don't play enough games. Yeah, I was extra. I was extra during the summer coming to before I moved to New York. And I really enjoyed it for what it was. Like yeah. I felt like I got access to playing games that I didn't want to pay a full price for, like Ghost of Tsushima or mm-hmm. Death Stranding. Um, but and now I'm like, I can't see myself paying yeah. for a service I'm not going to use. Right. Yeah. I don't have, if I had a lot more, I mean, that's just it. If I had a lot more time on my hands, I'd probably be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. I can dip my toes into some more games, sure. but I'm very selective about the time that I have with the games that I have right now. And so it's right. Right. Yeah. Right now it's Marvel snap. It's Marvel snap and stupid camo grind on modern warfare Two back. Like it's 2013 again. Until Ragnarok yep. comes out and I drop Modern Warfare 2 like a friggin' like it's hot, like a hot pocket, dude. Just drop that bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it. It's interesting to like think about and just hear the numbers of like people's expected growth rates and stuff because, like, because they're not hitting their expected margins, they're gonna have to change something because I don't think either either of these services are going away. They'll just improve over time. They're just gonna. They'll give us more of a reason to want right. to subscribe, which is great. What if that happened? What if they both went away? I, then I feel like we're taking steps backwards. Xbox is building into this cloud gaming no. thing. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying 50 to like... years behind trying to get on PC. Uh, like, uh, there's, they're working towards so much and everything's so connected, which is great. I think that's a good thing. Um, yeah. But like PlayStation, remember that trademark uh, where you're, PlayStation progress would carry over to your PC and your PC progress would carry over to your PlayStation. Um, right. Things like that. Xbox's cloud gaming is going to be crazy. It, it already is. It's already working great. They got to get more people on the service or subscribing to game pass or game ultimate Xbox ultimate. I don't know. Too confusing. Xbox game pass ultimate. Yeah. To get cloud gaming. Yeah pretty wild i feel like there needs to be another a a rework here for certain people i'm sure they're coming i'm sure the rework's coming yeah because i think there's some audiences that they're just like completely go i think people like us they're missing yeah they need to make this worth it for the people who dip their toes in the water yeah i i would consider myself i spend more time than the average person playing games probably Mm-hmm. but that also doesn't mean I'm playing everything. Like I don't play everything. Right. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe I need to make a pitch deck. Just say, hey, Jim, Jim Ryan, let's have a chat, you know? Yeah. <laughs> then we'll just make it work. Moving on two random funds oh review roundup is that ragnarok reviews drop at 9 a.m right after we record the show which is in 14 minutes uh yeah so check that out that'll be interesting unless you want completely radio silence you know, then I don't feel like check it out i feel like we'll be i think we won't be finished with the show we only have by then i feel like four bullet points to go yeah but then we have the how you doing when you play okay well we'll see we'll 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 see we'll see we'll if we're there, then we're there. We'll play. Someone leaked uh, reviews. Something leaked last night, and two sources gave it a perfect score: five out of five, ten out of ten. Oh shit! Yeah, leaked. Do you know what the sources were. 
I don't know. Someone tweeted about it. I think Video Game Chronicle did an article about two source or two sites that released their scores early or something like that. Or no, do you know what it was? Is like when you have a, they had a, their page scheduled to go live, and instead of scheduling it to go live, it went live. They pulled it immediately, pulled it down, and then now it's scheduled for the right time. Oh, that sort okay. of thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So for 0.5 seconds or whatever, it popped up. Uh, but it's time for random fun stuff. Stories without a story. Uh, James, what do we got? Microsoft has invested in a Korean game company that specializes in blockchain technology. And rounding it up with another NFT thing is Square Enix announces Symbiogenesis, a playable NFT collectible art experience. James, doesn't that make you want to be... That sounds crazy. That sounds crazy. Symbiogenesis. What the hell is Symbiogenesis? I don't know. The logo looks like it's a Final Fantasy ass logo. With it's how they do it. It's the same font, and they have like the color splatter behind it that looks kind of messy on a black dark background. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. It's the triangle strategy. Yes. Font. Yeah. Got some flowers behind there. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's got a big abstract design. Yeah. Can do you think we could do the thing where? Have you seen on Twitter with all the people going to the art museums and they throw stuff at the art and they're like, yes. they're like protesters, you know, doing the thing. Yes. Can I do that in this NFT game? Is throw things at the art Maybe and protest. Like, oh it? yeah. Mm-hmm. In protest of NFTs. Yeah. And do uh, uh proximity chat with everybody at this NFT museum that I'm sure this, that's all this game is, is a walkthrough NFT museum. It's just VR chat. It's VR chat. Yeah. Check out my monkey behind me. Yeah. And it's the ape, the board ape yacht club. You know? And that's it. I would pay I would pay to see what, what people are talking about in that room. I'm sure I know a couple people who would who are actually excited about this, and I can't wait to hear about it from both sides. It's gonna be because <laughs> the people that are gonna be really into it, James, are going to be really into it and like oddly passionate yes, about it absolutely. and i can't wait uh-huh. to hear those people talk about They're it like, this is the future yeah oh my god i can't wait this is what the metaphor about speaking of that you see like there's a big conversation on twitter i saw this week about how metaverse is already so tainted and like the idea of shared space is not it, obviously it's not a new um kind of topic and that concept, concept mm-hmm. nobody will accept the idea if it's called metaverse like it's gonna have to be renamed rebranded redone like to even hit that so metaverse is already such an old term i think it's already dead it's gone what's crazy is like they can rebrand it to whatever they want but it's always going to take on that same perception yeah whereas because once they figure out what what it is they go oh this is metaverse have yeah it's weird. Have you seen the thing on LinkedIn? It's crazy. It's like uh, you recreate your office in a little video game and you have an avatar in there and you're always logged into this little video game thing. It's like a web brace face video game. And you can walk your character to people's desks and talk to them because everybody's on a call at the same time and you just have yourself muted or whatever. But I can walk over to like Jimmy's desk and like it's like tap Jimmy on the shoulder or whatever. And you guys have a conversation as if you're in the office, but everybody's at home. Or like you go into the boardroom to have an all hands meeting and everybody's talking, but just just their avatars. But it's like an over the head two D pixel thing. It's really weird. 
I hate that. It's blowing up on LinkedIn. Brandon said he used it. For, he had to use it for his work. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like it's like uh, it's not just one of those like weird obscure things. It's like people are adopting it in like the new like tech companies and stuff like that. Start tech startups are like adopting that. Wow. I forget what it's called. It's really weird. I'll have to show it to That's you. That's fascinating. Yeah. Wow. That's it. That's all I got. Uh, we got a new... Oh, you got this. This is you. A new Deus Ex game is reportedly in development, early development at Eidos Montreal. Studio is also said to be working on a new IP, co-developing Xbox game, including Fable. Um, This also comes with the news that... Do you remember um square enix not square enix montreal wait what some a montreal studio rebranded and changed their name um to we talked about this it was a very obscure name Ooh, their logo was like yeah, three colors like the name um yeah i remember that montreal game studio new name re, re yeah rename rebrand onama it's embracer group okay embracer what? group acquired square enix montreal and then renamed it Studio Onama. And eight days later, Embracer Group shut down Square Enix Montreal Studio. It's dead. Square Enix Montreal is dead in the water. This was yesterday's news. Isn't that insane? It's batshit crazy. This is on so Game Informer. Does this mean this, so does that mean that this just isn't a thing? It's not a thing anymore. Onama was best known for its work on the Go series, turn-based spin This also was of, as of yesterday. Yeah, this includes Hitman Go, Lara Croft Go, uh, Deus Ex Go, and Tomb Raider Reloaded, which came to mobile devices, and they were working on an Avatar The Last Airbender game when they got shut down. And um, now Embracer, you know, Embracer owns limited-run games, Tripwires, Tuxedo Labs, and they paid billions and billions for the IP rights to Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um... But apparently this was to cut costs by shutting down Onoma. So crazy. But and all the resources got developed or got redirected to Fable as well. Um mm. led by Playground. I cannot believe that Playground is leading Fable. It's gonna look so No no good. no. This it's a different This is different. So Onama, formerly known as Square Enix Montreal, not Eidos Montreal, oh, yes, sorry. was best known for The company informed employees Tuesday that some staff will be transferred to a sister studio. So people who, some of the some of the staff that worked at Square Enix Montreal is being transferred to Eidos Montreal. Got it. Yes. So Eidos Montreal is still standing. Yes, correct. It's just Square Enix. Square Enix Montreal is dead. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Montreal names. That's probably what they want. Why they so wanted to rebrand. Which one developed Avengers? Square. No, not Square Enix Montreal. Yeah, no. Well, it's just Square Enix. Square. This is like a Avengers Dev Studio is Crystal I, Dynamics. Crystal Dynamics and Square Crystal Enix. Crystal Dynamics. Not Square Enix Montreal. Yeah, and Square Enix published it. Wait, then who did Gotham Knights? Oh, it was Crystal. No, it was Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal. That did Avengers. Okay, so I so it is right. It is Idos Montreal that did Avengers. Oh, and then Gotham Knights is WB Montreal. Yes. Wow, just a lot of Montreals, dude. A lot of Montreals. I gotta get up there. Okay. Uh and then finally I'm close. What? 
I said I'm close. You are close. Way closer than me. Sega. Mm-hmm. I think its proposed super game could deliver over <laughs> 600 million in lifetime sales. James, what is Sega's super game? We don't know what Sega's super game is. Okay. It's it's like um <laughs> for me in my mind, Sega's super game has the same connotation as <laughs> oh no, as Papa John's Day of Reckoning. <laughs> It is a threat. Let's see. Let's see what this is. This is from gamedeveloper.com. It says the ultimate goal in the super game. And super game is capitalized, mind you. Not all caps, but super and game are both capitalized. The ultimate goal in the super game strategy is to create a game so revolutionary that it attracts far more active users than any of the group's games to date. Okay, uh, here we go. There have been some rumors about what Super Game Project might entail, but we've yet to still get a firm idea. This is from Destructoid. Uh, they don't go over any of the rumors. How dumb is that? Okay, so the kind of... I'm going more into this article from GameDeveloper.com. That kind of community expands and further... Expands and furthers further develops game content, adding value to the game that is unimagined by developers and sparking a broader movement, which can then draw them in more users and grow the game's presence dramatically. Uh, in the medium term, Sega intends to generate earnings growth by strengthening the global branding of existing franchises such as Sonic, Persona, and Total War. And they expect $600 million off this? The new COD made 800 million in three days that is saying like you're gonna have a game that over half the people with gaming devices will buy which is a big that's a big thing it's a big thing uh-huh um as for how the company is currently performing consolidated net sales increased by 11 percent year on year to 150 billion yen and profit declined by 19.9 percent to 9.6 billion yen god I'm excited for this day of reckoning. Yeah, this is really... Looking ahead, Sega expects to deliver net sales of 375 billion yen and profits of 28 billion yen by the end of the current fiscal year on March 31st, 2023. Are you doing a calculation of no. what that is in US dollars? I wasn't doing it. Okay, I'll do that right now. Okay. 375... In the meantime, billion. Tales from the Borderlands. New Tales from yeah. the Borderlands came out this week. Oh, what? Absolutely shit on, dude. Like threes out of tens. Uh, oh, God. Tales of the Borderlands was never received super well. Oh, that... So, 200, so $375 dollars is $2.5 that's so much money mm -hmm. that is so much money mm -hmm. james we have two minutes until god of war reviews come out tell me how you've been doing as we end up the as we wrap up the show dude i gotta tell the viewers that i got all my gear here oh yeah and then like it was broken 
not yeah. all of it, but my monitor, my 4K HDR monitor is like broken. The panel is fucking broke. Um, won't even get a picture on it. Everything else seems to be working fine so far. I can't like tell to a certain extent because I can't fucking see anything. Mm-hmm. And like half of my keycaps on my keyboard are like shattered. Um, and I'm like missing like eight of them still because right. like the box was just busted open. Yeah. So I'm currently with like I have my PlayStation and my PC, but I have no way to like actually use them right now. Right. They're in, it's in Which limbo. so ass. Did, uh, did your PC turn yeah. on? Did you plug it in? Yeah, I plugged my PC in and it turned on and it got the, the, good. the good beep. The beep. Okay. Because I have a little, I have a little, uh, I don't know what it's called, a little bell, a little ringer thing, yeah. a little digital plug-in that gives me a good beep. And like, depending on the beep, it'll tell you like what's wrong with it. Right. That's good. That's promising. That yeah, but aside from that, I've been playing Marvel Snap. Yeah, right. Exactly. Tell me about your Marvel Snap fucking grinding in Marvel Snap. Let me. Last week at the end of the podcast, you're like, I deleted it. You're like, I don't like it. I deleted it. And then, yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't even. Well, I deleted it before I even got more reviews are out. Reviews are out. Okay. Reviews are out. Um. Yeah, I deleted it before I even did like the um, tutorial. God, four first review. But I did the tutorial and everything, and now I'm like level, I'm season pass level 31 on the actual season pass, uh, card collection level 160 and rank 25. Holy shit, video game chronicle. What? <laughs> oh my god, video game chronicle says God of War is one of the best PlayStation games ever made. Five out of five stars, perfect score. Wow. Is there, can I get a Metacritic? Probably not there yet. Let's see. This is crazy. Let's see what else. Let's see what else. Um, Audio listeners, thanks for hanging out with us. Hmm? Oh, nothing on Meta, no Metascore. Kind of funny gives it a five out of five. Jeff Keeley says God of War Ragnarok is a towering achievement, deeper, richer, and more expansive than its 2018 predecessor. Took me 30 hours to complete. It's filled with surprises I will not spoil. Truly incredible what this team has achieved through COVID. This is why we play video games. Uh, IGN says God of War Ragnarok is an almighty achievement, an almighty achievement, creating a new high that makes many of its peers look positively mortal by comparison. They give it a ten out of ten. IGN, perfect score again. Holy fuck, dude! You never, you never have two back-to-back games have perfect scores like this. Never. Hey, we got a Godzilla King of Monsters uh, reveal. Tamor gave it a nine out of ten. That's the first non-perfect score I've seen wow. from GameSpot. He okay. says the the good is outstanding storytelling, top tier characters, satisfying combat, stunning visuals, impressive scale. The bad is the combat can occasionally become a bit too busy and unmanageable due to readability. That's his mm. only con. Okay. He's gonna. I bet he's gonna get crap for that because people are just idiots on the internet being like nine out of ten. Games, I'll give it a nine. It's a perfect game. Blah, blah, blah. I hate that. Don't be like yeah. that. Skill Up released his 30-minute video. Cannot wait to watch that. Cannot wait to watch that. Paul Tassi says lightning strikes twice. That's his review. That's a good-ass good ass review title. Yeah. 
I have ad blocker, so I can't read his article. Sorry, Paul, I'll turn that off eventually. Gene Park? Uh, Gene Park, yep. What's God of War Ragnarok is my favorite story of 2022. It starts slow, but ends with magnificent flourish. It's the rare story that's even better the second time around. And this has the best combat and puzzles the series has ever seen. Good God. Good. Oh, Corey Barlog tweeted too. His uh, just eyes and it's people in the office all like I assume about to check their phones because of review. I would assume um, if you're working at a studio and your game reviews launches, you have a big meeting all together. And then like right when that meeting is over, they check the scores. No, you probably don't do it together. You probably don't do it together just in case it's not well received. Yep. Um, Tony Polanco or Polanco says God of War Ragnarok is arguably the series best entry. Thanks to its gripping narrative, engaging gameplay and stunning visuals. It is the definition of a must have title. Read all about it in my full review. I can't wait, dude. This is going to be incredible. Too bad I don't have a fucking monitor right now. Uh, Gfinity gives it a 10. Out of, I don't know what Gfinity is. I don't really know. It's a 10 out of 10. But they give it a 10 out of 10. Yeah. Um, MMR, MMORPG also gave it a 10 out of 10. Games Radar gave it a 9 out of 10. Uh, Easy Allies didn't get a score, but it's positive. Wow. Uh, Jason Schreier says, God of War Ragnarok, it's real good. I'm maybe 10 hours in, the combat feels great, the story has me hooked, and Richard Schiff as Odin steals every damn scene. He even gets a legit Toby Ziegler walk and talk that made me die laughing. I love it. And we have here, uh, the Metacritic is at 94 currently. Whoo! Also, this game comes out on Tuesday, not Friday, like I assumed. Oh. I will be buying it right away. 98% of critics recommend that's on Open Critic. Who doesn't recommend? Interesting. Wow. Amazing. Guys, thank you so much for watching this episode of Checkpoint. We appreciate you all. Thank you for that exciting ending. And uh, we will see you next week. Uh, God. I'm excited to play God of War Ragnarok. Hopefully I can play it. You'll be able to. You're going to get it done. James, you can just open your Mac, open PS4 or PlayStation <laughs> Remote Play, and then just go to town. Because that's I could. the best way to play. You're right. I actually could. You could. You, that'd be great for non-AAA games. Yeah. If you don't care about input. Okay, y'all. Uh, also, stay wary of spoilers uh, for God of War Online because they're everywhere. Um, in yep. the sense of the leak last week. So be careful. Love y'all, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace out.